Welcome to Love Essie, the podcast. Hi, everyone. So this week's going to be a short episode. And I say that because reading was hard this week. I don't know what was I don't know what was going on, but just getting into a book till I read it from beginning to middle to end was difficult, which I think I guess I'm due for that because like at the beginning of the year, I think I was like flying through books, but all of a sudden, um, my brain was like, nah. And I was like, but could we? And she was like, no. And I was like, but we could try. And she was like, I said, no. And I was like, oh, now I did get through a whole book that I actually really, really enjoyed. Um, and now of course i want to find this author's backlist and I don't remember who mentioned it. So, okay. Let me let me take seven steps back. Um, pretty much any time um, any of my sort of social media mutuals, whether they be on Twitter, Instagram, Discord, whatever, mention a book that they're really into, I basically like go to the Libby app and the Simply E app for New York Public Library, search for those said books, and either borrow them immediately or at least put them on hold if I can't get them immediately. Because a part of me is like, these are all people with taste. <laughs> These are all people who always lead me in a good direction, right? Um, last week's episode it happened because I was able to find out about this like paranormal series that I I didn't know existed, um, thanks to one of the mutuals. So a part of me thinks that I should start like making better note of who so I can do a better job of being like this is the person that put me on um i don't remember who talked about this book and you're probably going are you gonna tell us what the book is yes um it's called must love cowboys by carly bloom if you're listening and you were the one that was talking about it thank you (laughs) thank you so much um it's interesting. I've read cowboy romances once in a while. It's not something I necessarily search for. Sometimes I'm like, yeah. And other times I'm like, I don't give a fuck about horses and branches. Go away. Um, as someone who did start reading, like read a, sh- a shit ton of Diana Palmer when I was much, much younger. Sometimes I'm like, do I really want to go down this road? I don't know. But I was like, I don't know why. Whoever was speaking about it was really excited. And so I was like, okay, well, let me let me go see what it's about. So I'm going to read you guys the blurb so that you can uh, see, see where I was like, ooh. Okay. Bo Montgomery is living his best life until he's left in charge of Rancho Cañada Verde. With his dyslexia, he chooses saddle over spreadsheets any day. His best hope is to ask the town librarian for tutoring. Only he's had a crush on the book-loving beauty since his junior high days. And despite being a smooth talker, he can't help getting tongue-tied every time they meet. Alice Martin doesn't regret putting her career above personal relationships. But when Bo comes to her for help... Alice decides to see what she's been missing. She'll improve Bo's reading skills if the handsome cowboy teaches her teaches her how to flirt and agrees to be her date to an upcoming wedding. But when the town's gossip mill gets going, they're forced into a fake romance to keep their deal a secret. 
Soon, Alice is seeing Bo in a whole new way. Can she turn their imaginary story into a real life happy ever after? Okay, so I think the two things that really stuck out to me, I was like, librarian, um, a character with dyslexia. Those two things immediately stuck out to me. Um, and I was like, okay, uh, I want to, let me start reading this. Um, and then of course the public library was like, girl, you and everyone else wants to, so it's going to go on hold. And I was like, rude, but I guess. And then the hold came in luckily, like not that much later. So it's, I think the only book I got through in the last like week and a half. Yeah. So something like that. And it's. I really enjoyed it. It's it has a lot of I think witty banter. Like there were I was laughing. Um, so for those of you who are like I see and hear the rom com label, I want to run screaming into the night because it's a bald faced goddamn lie. Because unfortunately there are some publishers out here being like this is a rom com, and then you read it and you're like so where was the rom romance? Where was the com comedy? <laughs> Not that other one. <laughs> and you're just like, there was no laughing. I, I barely chuckled. Uh, my face couldn't even, couldn't even, sm- like, no, I, there were definitely moments where I was like, legit, like, oh, I'm laughing. Like, like, what is happening? Like, what? Like, the characters were funny. I liked the small town. I really liked Alice and Bo. Um, I also think what was really cool is that this book is touching on adult dyslexia, right? So I think it's very easy to sort of assume that everyone who's an adult is fully literate and has no issues with reading, especially as like a voracious reader. It's like, duh. But it's like, but the reality is that there are people who definitely struggle with, you know, reading in due to a variety of factors due to maybe you had undiagnosed dyslexia and no one ever figured it out and then you get to adulthood and the idea of admitting to other adults that you an adult can't read nah you don't want to do that and i I fully understand because it seems like well, everyone who's an adult can read, right? There's this very much this idea that, like, if you're an adult, you can read. If you can't read, you are clearly, you know, for some people, just stupid, just dumb, just, you know, whatever. And it's like, or I don't learn in the same way as everyone else, or I have dyslexia. And so, therefore, I have to approach this very differently. Um, I feel like I may have read maybe one other book with a character that maybe had dyslexia but I don't remember the book and I feel like it was a side character not a main character anyway um I really did enjoy Bo and Alice it's also I mean technically speaking it's also older woman younger man because she is I want to say four years older than him. Um, th- in the small town that they grew up in, him, he's actually a twin. Um, and now I'm like curious about the twins book, but whatever. She's like 
their babysitter right so he falls for his like older babysitter so she's an older woman he's a younger man he's a cowboy she's a librarian it's a small town um fake relationship right because he doesn't obviously want anyone to know that she's tutoring him because he's struggling with dyslexia so it's more like we're just spending time together and of course everyone's like man woman spend time together must be must be relationship must be what else could it be um so i i actually really really enjoyed it um and thought like i also thought it was really interesting because i think that um for me at least it's like i wouldn't necessarily stop and think about like all of the paperwork that is probably involved on a working branch but like duh like you need to keep records and like this ain't you know back in the day like now you got computers and spreadsheets and excel but it's like one of those things where you think like ranch cowboys and you think all they do is ride the fence to see if it needs to be fixed and but but like there's all of the physical work but then there's also all of the actual like paperwork and all of that that we don't always see and i get that sometimes in certain stories it doesn't really make sense to you know see that side of the the business but it's i think it also sometimes makes it easy to think that that doesn't really exist in that kind of business when it surely does um so i was just kind of like oh okay so yes carly bloom i think is also as far as i can recall i don't think i'd read her before but all of a sudden i was like oh okay so this was enjoy because i think that like like she was like it was funny like i wasn't like oh well you know no i was like but i'm i'm laughing i'm straight up laughing right and like i said there are authors out here being all like i wrote a rom-com and i'm like did you did you actually though or do you think you're funny when you're not and so you're out here lying to us saying you wrote a rom-com but ain't nobody laughing but you some people are gonna be like esther you're being harsh i'm just saying romantic comedy as a or, or sorry the shortened version as a phrase means nothing to me now because there are too many books that say they are rom-com and nothing was funny and so therefore i don't look for those kind of books i mean if it falls well no that's not true there's one author i've said this before jackie lao is that is actual like straight up like you're yes um but there are, are many others out there that i'm like but this was a lie but this was a lie because i'm not laughing because i'm not laughing whereas like with carly bloom i was like why am i chuckling like over and over again <laughs> like oh my god and i think it was really interesting i guess for me that like this specific like cowboy book really like was a book that i was like yeah because like i said it's not normally i guess a subgenre of romance that i gravitate to doesn't mean i haven't read cowboy books i definitely have but it isn't usually like my first sort of pick when it comes to like when i'm thinking of like what to read like i i do tend to skew a lot more paranormal and historical 
And yet this was, I think it was so well done. Like it was really, really well done. Um, I'm looking it up on Goodreads. It's part of the Once Upon a Time, Once Upon a Time in Texas, I guess, series. And it's technically four books. There's like a one, a 1.5, a two, and then three. And it looks like I read the third one, the last one. Wait, does that then mean that, does this mean that the twin doesn't have a book yet? And I have to, I have to wait for it. Oh man, okay, well, boo. No, but really though, boo. How dare, how dare she? I mean, it's fine, I guess. Perhaps. No, seriously, guys. The twin doesn't have a book yet. But he doesn't have a book yet. But I want his book. Where is his book? (sighs) It's fine. It's perfectly fine. I'll be okay. It has to happen at some point. She can't possibly end it here. Can she? No. No, she cannot. If anyone knows Carly Bloom, please contact her and let her know that I would dearly love for her to continue. Once upon a time in Texas. Oh, this just came out. Book three, Must Love Cowboys. It came out in April. Ooh, so it's new, new. So I really have to wait, wait. Fine, I guess. And you're probably like, Esther. But I also... So, it's interesting because I really liked Bo and Alice, right? And Bo's twin is named Bryce. Uh, But she did a really good job of making me be, like, curious about Bryce's book without Bryce somehow overshadowing his brother's book. Like, this is very much Bo's book. And I was, you know, rooting for Bo and Alice. Uh, There was... Okay, the only, like, maybe, like, mm, the, like dark moment or whatever was very like obvious very very soon and I was like okay so we're gonna pull one of those each of them are falling for each other but there's gonna be that miscommunication of someone's you know leaving and the other's gonna and I was like okay but this but it also wasn't dragged out in like you know too much time went by before they no it it was resolved pretty quickly but I was kind of like this seems very uh on the nose like in sometimes I read books and I don't see the setup coming like I don't see the that like bleak dark moment and then I'm like it feels like I've just been like like bitch slapped and I'm like oh my god how will this be resolved and then it's resolved and I'm you know happy but then in this book I was like oh I see this one coming I see I see what you're gonna do and okay I mean okay but maybe don't make it so obvious so obvious so that was probably be like my only like um which interestingly enough that makes me think so I lied there was one other book I read that I wasn't like oh, crazy excited about. Um, but I did actually end up finishing it. Um, and it was a historical. And it's the first book in Mary Ballow's um, 
Bedwin series. Bedwin, Bedwin. I don't know how to say it, guys. It's spelled, and it's a like it's one night for love. And at first, I was like, "Yo, this is wild, right? This is like an older historical." And I was just like, "What is going on? Homegirls back from the dead? She was never dead. He, you know, whatever." Um, but then eventually, again in that book, the setup for the, you know, I was like, "Wait." At first, I was like, no. And then I was like, wait. And then I was like, wait. And I was like, so that that's what we're doing? Um, I did enjoy it. But it wasn't like... It was interesting. Because there were parts of it where I was like, okay. I mean, I guess. I wanted to read that one first. Because I do want to read the rest of the books in the series. And I thought, well, let me start with that first one. Um, and then I guess move on to the rest. But there were moments where I was like, okay, but I saw this coming a mile away. And then there are other, like I said, there are other books where I've just been like, what? I didn't see that. I, uh, what What's happening? What, how, how will this be resolved? And then it gets resolved because guys, I read romance for a reason. I would like happily ever afters in all of my books, which is why I pick books with them because... If not, I would, you know, be pissed. I'd be like, but this is the book I picked up with the happily ever after. Ah. So, but yeah, reading's been, been difficult. It's been a little, it's been a little hard. Um, and I've also, I mean, I have been rereading Nalini because duh. Um, and also because I'm going to be on Instagram live in about a week and a half or so talking about it so of course i'm rereading to refresh my memory and all that jazz so i guess technically speaking i've been reading it's just not a lot of new stuff um which i'm also wondering like are people out here like reading all of like the new stuff that's coming out because i'm not uh, that excited about it like there are some titles and you know that i am excited about but most of them i'm kind of like whatever don't care I mean, I do have an an Aguirre arc um, that I have to dive into. But other than that, I think I've been more sort of waiting, reading what, or reading, yeah, reading what my mutuals are saying about different books and then sort of picking books that are, in many cases are more backless as opposed to frontlist. Um, and maybe it's because, like, the pressure of reading something that just came out, um, and sort of adding to the discourse seems like too much. So when you're reading Backlist, you can just be like, I found this book that was, you know, written a while ago, and it was great. And there, I I don't know, but I've definitely noticed that I've been reading way less way less frontless and a way more sort of back like just basically going into like an author or we're finding authors that are brand new to me but are you know not new and just being like oh okay i'm gonna going to take a little gander over here and see see what's up see what's new um because i don't know i'm just uh i don't know i don't know if it's like 
the stress and anxiety of all the we are reopening everything's back to normal garbage while the global pandemic has not ended right um or if it's just that like i'm feeling more interested in just reading stuff that's been out for a while as opposed to fresh new books um but yes carly bloom if you ever hear this i cannot wait for bryce's book very excited for bryce's book um I really hope he's going to be ending up with who I think he's going to be ending up with based on, you know, the scenarios, the scenes in this, in this, in this one. Um, since this just came out, I'm not going to say that character's name because if you're like, I haven't even read this book, I don't want to ruin it for you. I want you to find this out. And of course, now I'm going to go back and, you know, read the other books uh books one 1.5 and two since i might have to wait for the brass um what's book one about let's see guys so book one we've got travis blake and maggie i'm not getting a last name for maggie but that's fine oh he comes back to the hometown because his nephew needs him interesting interesting i like this idea because sometimes it's like this character comes back to the small town and you know discovers their long lost son or whatever nonsense but also like why can't it be like a nephew or a niece i like those i always think those are really interesting yes okay Yes, this new to me author. I'm very, I'm very, I'm very pleased now. I'm like, give, give to me all of the books. Thank you so much. And I think, um, for like a cowboy setting, like it feels, it's very contemporary without feeling stereotypical in any way, um, without feeling like just like oh like weird I don't know how to describe it it's just sometimes like sometimes cowboy romances I'm like again I think there's a little too much emphasis on like cattle um (laughs) which yes I know that's what they do they gotta move it from pasture to pasture what does that really mean I don't know because I'm a city person I'm assuming the cows eat all the grass in one area so you gotta move them to another area with more grass but whatever that's my very rudimentary understanding but this felt very like grounded in contemporary and right now um and realistic and yet not heavy-handed i feel like there's a phrase that describes exactly what i'm imagining but i can't think of the words so anyway, uh, yes, that that was like the book that really like stood out for me this week again, because I was kind of like, OK, people I know and trust have said good things. And then I, you know, started reading and was like, they were right. I mean, they usually are, which I think is also like really. I think it's really cool. You're all going to be like, girl, what? 
Um, but I think it's really cool when you have um, either real life friends or online virtual friends who you know you can trust their, um, como se dice, their book recommendations. Um, and you know that I guess your reading tastes are similar enough that it's like, they love this. I probably will too. And then when it like that comes true, you know, more than once, you're like, <gasps> because like there are so many books out there. And of course, I'm not going to know all, all of them and can't find all of them. And so this is a way to learn about more books. Which I guess that's really all what, you know, book Twitter and bookstagram and all that is about. Like learning about more books to add to your TBR add to your library holds <laughs> because ooh, the library holds um although technically i have like a few books on library holds that i've already read but wanted to read again but then they came in and i was like wait i'm not ready to read it again just yet so let me extend that hold and i was just like this i'm crazy um but you know such is alive such is alive but yeah that was like the highlight of the week and like i said the rest of it is just me rereading nalini and being like oh my god um getting prepared for my very first instagram live guys i've never i've never even done one like just on my own because like what (laughs) so um it'll be interesting hopefully i am not terrible uh we don't know it could go either way but i'm very excited um it's happening july 8th um july 8th yes yes that's a thursday so not this thursday the following thursday yes yes um but yeah i think that's pretty much all i have for you guys this week because like that that's you know those are the two books and you're like two books i briefly mentioned the mary ballo or Balog. I can't say her last name right. I apologize. Um, I think I am going to read the rest of the series, but probably a lot slower. I just am always like curious about historical series and how they compare to others. Maybe I'll talk about that in a future episode, right? Because there are so many historical romance series, right? That you could pick, obviously, the very, very, very popular one of the moment is Bridgerton. Um, but it's not the only one. Um, I have read, I want to say, 15 of the Stephanie Lawrence Sinster ones. Um, Tessa Dare has, there, I feel like some of hers, are, well, no, Spindle Cove is pretty, it's, it's not like small, small, right? Um, Sarah McLean. There's just a lot, a lot of options. Um, so maybe I'll, I'll talk about that at some point. But yeah, that, that, that was it. Cowboys that made me laugh. And just really touching on adult dyslexia, which I don't think we see as much of in romance. And I, but I do think that it's a really interesting like topic and would love to see more um oh yeah if you know of other romances that touch on adult dyslexia let a girl know let me know because i'm curious to read about it all right 
So I'm going to pause here and then I'm going to do gratitude, latitude. Okay? Okay. Okay, so time for gratitude attitude. So this week, uh, things that I am grateful for. Uh, the first one is the Trader Joe's near me finally opened. And when I say near me, guys, I'm talking max. Like if I walked really, really, really slow, maybe a five minute walk. It's probably like just three minutes. And um, it's just I, I I'm a big Trader Joe's fan. It's really, really great price points. I'm able to find a lot of great stuff that isn't like chock full of crazy ingredients I can't pronounce. So having one so like walking, I've never lived walking distance from one. So this is a game changer, game changer, game changer. Um, Yeah, so I'm very excited about that. The second thing that I'm really grateful for. It's also food related, but slightly different. So Ready Whip has this sweet foam that is incredible, right? My friend put me onto it. I'm like, you shake the can. It comes out like whipped cream, but it's not whipped cream. It's different. It's sweet foam. It's made. So imagine if you took the foam that comes in coffee, put it in a can, made it sweet and made it cold. So it's sort of like the the cold foam that you're now starting to see on ice drinks, but the Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks. Um, but you can just buy a can of it. So in the Bronx, it was at Western Beef, but I, there's no Western Beef near me. And I was all like, I'm going to make a trip all the way to the Bronx or into Manhattan. And so I was actually watching um, a live, an IG live uh, from the page Black Girl in Trader Joe's. Um, and she talked about it. And so I think I was just like, but it's so hard to find because you're like, well, Esther, why wouldn't you buy it online? Here's why. Because it's sold out at both Amazon and Walmart, the two places that supposedly carry it. So she was like, just go to their website, like search for it, go to their website and put in your zip code because you can look for stores. So I put in my zip code and lo and behold, in my zip code, kind of a far walk, but not that far for me. Um, it's at a stop and shop. So I was like, OK, I'm walking to that stop and shop. And I got to the stop and shop and it was also on sale two for seven. So I was like, well, that means I'm buying four um, because it is just so good with coffee. Like I make my coffee, I, you know, uh, squirt it on or whatever. And it's just it's delicious. It is delicious. Um, so th- being able to find it and somewhere that was like within like walking distance ish, uh, was really, really, really fucking fantastic. And then the third thing that I'm grateful for, um, so where I'm living in New York city, um, I'm in a new area. Like I've never lived in this neighborhood before. So I've been exploring and I realized that, Whenever I want to do like a longer sort of walk, I can walk into like Greenpoint and then Williamsburg and then across the Williamsburg Bridge, which is all crossing from crossing from any of the bridges, really from the borough side to the Manhattan side. So whether you're in Brooklyn or you're in Queens, 
it's really like it's gorgeous because you you're seeing like you know that manhattan skyline it looks stunning um and i've done this i did this walk like at, basically at sunset because it's hot guys so i was like i'll wait till the sun is basically you know dropping down um so it just looks even prettier because it's just like the clouds look like cotton candy there's the pinks and the blues and the the corals and the the gold and it's just it's gorgeous um so being able to like go for that kind of a walk and enjoy it um and being able to do that right because we can't you know we can't take i mean i think it's easy to take for granted when you have uh, when you don't have to worry about mobility issues, when you don't have to really think about the accessibility of things. Um, but for me, it's also like, I'm, I'm, I am a lot more conscious and grateful of the fact that like, I am mobile and fully able bodied and able to do those kinds of walks. Um, and so I'm very grateful for that because I do know that like, it, that could not be the case but luckily i'm in um a position where i can and so there's just something about it i mean it's like about five miles which some people are gonna be like what but i mean there are people who run that i'm just not running i'm walking because i don't like running sorry it's just too much and it hurts the knees especially on the concrete no no good uh but walking pff, love it um so it was just it's really and now that I know like like I figured out a route that I like that like feels nice for me it's like it's something that I'm willing to like I won't be doing this all the time because it is five miles right like um so it's probably not something I'm gonna do every day but I'll definitely want to do I'm actually curious to see like what it'll be like in like once it gets cold um because I I do like to you know taking you know walks in the winter time uh, less people and there's just something maybe it's because i you know maybe it's the the latent canadian side of me that's like something really nice about that bracing cold depend like obviously not when it's like really really like really really cold no where it's like frostbite is basically you know the moment you step out your door ah nah but when it's like you know i don't know what it would be in um fahrenheit sorry friends i guess basically above freezing and if it's below freezing by like max two to three degrees below freezing, then I'm still willing to be like, because you just flare up and then you go and then you walk and it's fantastic. Um, so, yeah, those were the three things that I was really grateful for this week. That ready whip, because if you haven't tried it and you like like the cold sweet foam stuff at Dunkin Donuts and Starbucks, just literally go to Google ready whip sweet foam their website will come up and be like you know not online because the, they seem to just be sold out but to you know look for a store and you're able to just put in your zip code it's going to change your life just saying i'm just saying um and then yes the the trader joe's is like <gasps> nirvana and like they they only have like regular whipped cream and i think a coconut milk cream whip thing and i'm like no it's not what i want um i did actually try purchasing a whipped cream because i was like well maybe that'll be just as good it was not absolutely not it's not the same i mean whipped cream definitely has it's like good points and but it just 
it's it's no it was it, ooh breaking my desk it was it didn't work for me but this this sweet foam from ready whip ooh. but yeah that's pretty much all i have for you guys this week um wow next monday is so fourth of july is on the sunday right so next monday is the day that blah 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 people observe it uh if you get it off from your job so there may be an episode out on monday evening or tuesday morning like similar to this week i don't think there'll be an episode out first thing uh monday morning uh don't know if i can do it guys don't know life is you know uh my dad's birthday is on Thursday and then it's the the long weekend. So, you know, um, don't know what say. Uh, so I'm going to say that there'll either be an episode out on the 5th towards the end of the day, if not the 6th. And then, of course, um, on the 8th, I will be on Instagram lives, Instagram's lives um, with Destiny I'm very, very excited about this. Information is on my Instagram. I don't know if I tweeted about it or not. So I will go and do that. But it's going to be the really reading romance. Um, I do live Thursday, July 8th, 6 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Eastern. I am really, really excited. And I'm talking about three books. In the Side Changeling series, right? Blaze of Memory, Bonds of Justice, and Play of Passion. If you're like, what couples are those? That would be Dev and Katya, right? Right? Max and Sophia, and then Drew and Indigo. Yeah, yeah. So we've got The Forgotten. We've got a, a J side, just a side, and then back to the bulbs. Baby, back to snub dance. Uh, so if you want to hear me talk about these books and this series, and you would also at the same time like to see my face, um, then please, please join in. Um, I'm going to be very nervous, but also very, very excited. I cannot, cannot wait. Uh, so yeah, that's all I have for you guys this week. Like I said, it's very sweet, small boop of an episode because uh, the girl barely read. The girl barely read. Um, and if anyone knows Carly Bloom, um, please ask her when Bryce's book is coming because I would like Bryce's book. Thank you. Oh, and I was on uh, Goodreads and realized it was B and Her Books who put me on. Um, and of course she did because B and Her Books always has really great, really great book choices i'm always like oh, that sounds good oh that sounds good oh that you know and then i just keep buying and or adding books to my library holds and one day i'm going to read them all i think perhaps i hope um but yes i very much am like oh carly bloom i like this please give us more um so yeah have a wonderful week have a wonderful holiday. Uh, it is stupid hot in most places. Uh, like not not like yay warm beach weather. More like oh god we're gonna die hot weather. So if you have AC, obviously run it. If you don't have AC, uh, there are uh, 
there was actually a really great Twitter thread about like how you could like cool down your house. It was talking about making one room being sort of your cooling room. And that's where, you know, and you're not really, you know, spending time anywhere else, making sure to, you know, give especially children, elderly people like basically cool baths every four to six hours, um, freezing. I, you know what I thought was really, really good? Um, taking frozen vegetables, especially a frozen vegetable you don't like, and using that almost basically like as ice packs, like, and putting it underneath your armpits, um, by hands and feet. Uh, because, yeah, like, definitely you, you expel a lot of heat through your armpit. So a way to, like, quickly uh, bring down your temperature is, like, like, it's going to be uncomfortable, but it'll quickly cool you down. Um, and making sure to know what the signs of like heat stroke and heat exhaustion and all that are like. If you're alone, making sure that you have someone who can reach you, who's calling every few hours to check on you so that if you do start to sound like you have slurred speech, um, because it may be because you have overheated and haven't realized that they can get to you uh, safely, um, because it's 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 ugly out there um it's i mean i'm all i like summer as a season but summer as a season is turning more into like 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 hell and it's disappointing because um i used to be all like yay summer and now i'm like well i i'm excited but i'm also scared because ooh some of these temperatures no so yeah be careful out there hydrate as much as you can and also when you're hydrating keep in mind it can't just be straight water because you also need like electrolytes you need sodium um because if you're do if you're only drinking straight water with nothing else like you're going to sweat out all the salt and that can lead to other other issues you'll get nauseous it's unpleasant it's no good um so yeah also keep in mind and if you're like electrolyte pedialyte gatorade those two boom right um get a couple cases of that you know chug some of that down uh it definitely makes a difference but yeah that's basically it uh take care be well and i will talk to you guys next week okay bye